the other thing too is I'll get comments from women. They're like, I had a boyfriend who would not wash his butt in the shower because he was homophobic. And it's like, we're we're talking about we're literally talking about basic hygiene. And I've like, heard about just, that. I don't know where these Yeah. It's like guys won't wash in between their crack. They won't wash like they won't like clip their toenails or stuff. It's like I don't know where that stuff comes from. What's up, guys? This is Zach, and you have just stepped into the dark blue. Today, I am talking to John Shanahan from Strix. He's the co-founder of Strix, which is a uh, men's um, skincare and cosmetics line that I'm really excited to uh, be working with. And we just uh, just started a uh, uh, started up a partnership with Strix, and you guys will be seeing that coming through. And a lot of great things coming with these guys. I'm really looking forward to introducing what they what they do. Um, they're in Target all around the nation. So if you need some skincare products and cosmetics to help cover up some of those pimples and things like that, uh, you can go pick them up pretty easily at um, at Target. But uh, yeah, we'll get into that a little bit more later. I want to introduce John Shanahan right now. Thanks for joining me, John. Of course, thanks for having me on. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I hear uh, over the beverages now. I'm, I don't drink uh, much alcohol, but I do drink spearmint tea all day. And so I actually have this. There's a fancy pants mug that keeps it warm called the Ember Mug. Okay. Uh, this, is not, this is not sponsored, but it goes on a little uh, charger and then it keeps the tea at 135 degrees like all what? day. So That's I like. Cool. Yeah, I forget about it sometimes, but I sit here and it's charged up and. Uh, so I take my hot tea very seriously. It's like one of my uh, one of my gadgets. Awesome. Do you have a favorite brand that you like to drink? Uh, I get a lot of Tezo tea. And then um, I started just to buy loose spearmints. And so I'll put the loose spearmints into a into a diffuser. And then I have a little uh, a Bodum tea diffuser here. And so uh, wow, I got all okay. the little gear. Going for it. That sounds great. I, I do love a good hot tea. Um, I uh, started... Like, what was I like early 20s? I discovered Lapsang Soshong tea and it like blew my mind. It's basically like drinking a campfire. I don't know if you've ever had it before. No, I've definitely had strong teas like that, though. Yeah, it's great. It's like a smoked black tea. Um, and I was just like, OK, well, I guess I'm going to be getting into loose leaf tea now because this is amazing. Yeah, because I found for a while I was just I was just drinking hot water. And it's like I just kind of like the warm sensation of drinking stuff especially mm. now like it's getting cool in the in the northeast and so uh i'll drink that even though the summer though I'd, like drink warm tea oh uh, yeah so then i was like yeah I'll just throw in some uh some loose leaf uh spearmints and that sort of thing so yeah why not i love a good like eucalyptus tea as well it's it's so it just opens up the sinuses and just you know feels really nice to sit there and breathe in the steam and all that on a in the evening it's a good feeling exactly <laughs> so uh yeah i'm actually working on some some coffee from earlier today it's still you know kind of early in the day here so um i have my i have my dia de los muertos coffee mug here that i got in mexico and uh one of my favorite ones to drink coffee out of and i've been i've been drinking coffee from alamo botanicals recently it's a cbd coffee that's uh brewed by what's brewing coffee here in san antonio um and i'm right there with you on the kind of fancy things for coffee as like you are with tea i've got 
I've let's see, I've got like two French presses and a um stovetop espresso maker and uh, a Nespresso machine for the days when I'm in a hurry. So <laughs> there's a guy on TikTok called Soft Porn, P-O-U-R-N. And uh he he like he's he runs his own like uh, bean like processor and so he's like deep deep into it and i don't drink much coffee but i it, it makes me want to buy coffee paraphernalia when i watch his videos because he'll talk about <laughs> some of the best ways to uh like some of the best brews and the presses and everything else i'm like i just like i like the gear around it mm -hmm. uh, almost as much as the the result yeah it's like it's like its own brand of chemistry where yeah you just have to have all these little contraptions and like the cold the cold brew coffee um machine little contraptions are just really interesting and uh yeah I, I totally hear you on that yeah it's temperature it's time and it's it's ultimately it's chemistry yeah exactly basically like brewing beer as well so uh <laughs> but yeah man so that's uh so we've got some good beverages to sip on and uh let's get into it All right, if you follow along with the dark blue and you have not tried sheath underwear yet, what are you actually doing with your life? Get on www.sheathunderwear.com. Save yourself a lot of rubbing, a lot of chafing, and a little bit of money with promo code DARKBLUE, all caps, DARKBLUE. You'll save yourself 25%, and a portion of your purchase also goes to help us build our network of men's groups at independent breweries all around the country. So let's make this happen, guys. Get on sheathunderwear.com. Initially, I'm I'm curious about Strix. I want to hear more about Strix, and I know everybody listening does as well, so they can understand what what you guys are all about. So, uh, where did where did it all start? Yeah, I think the best way to understand Strix, I mean, it's it's very much mapped with my own journey um, into into this space. And so, I was you know I came out of school, and then I had a job, and then I worked really hard at that job, and I had to dress really well, and that's what ultimately spawned my YouTube channel. And my YouTube channel was because I was buying clothes to dress better, um, but nobody was talking about the brands that I was buying. And actually, Sheath, and who I know you work with um, in a big way, they were one of the early brands. I was like, I was like, I don't know if I can spend thirty dollars on underwear. And then I bought the underwear. And I was like, Oh, I can <laughs> never buy any other underwear ever again because it's yep. it's the best. It's the best. And so that and I experienced that in in so many different aspects of my life where it was like. Oh, so if I spend more money on socks, the socks feel nicer. They last longer. Like, and you spend less money over. Like, there's all those different aspects of the, yes, of the clothing. Absolutely. And so that is that informed my YouTube channel. So it was all about like, how do you buy a wardrobe without spending a ton of money, but you can still like look, you know, business professional and dress better. And then through that, I had a uh, somebody in my audience reached out and was like, "Hey, I'm I'm working on like a like I think the way he positioned it was he was going to change the way that grooming." Uh, he's like changing the tools that men use to groom or something. I was like, I don't know what that means. Let's talk when you have something. And it turned huh. out to be a concealer. And so I was the first video for Strix on YouTube. And it was the first time I had ever used. I, oh, I had like an experience with makeup in the past. Like my sister helped me with something once, but it was the first Got time it. that I was like holding concealer, putting on my face. And I was like, this is kind of crazy. And then like <laughs> you start to deconstruct why I hadn't used it or didn't want to use it. And you're like, oh, okay, there's this. And so something that really aligned with the the mission of Strix was just to like 
make these products more accessible. Mm. And so that's when I ended up joining as a co-founder. And it was really to push this like product category and destigmatize it and say, there's a, there's a huge social stigma on these products. There's a conversation that men, men were opening up. So this was, um, this was 2019 and this was kind of like the peak era of beard care, right? So mm. you had guys were starting to buy more beard washes and shampoos and oils and like start to care about grooming. And it was kind of like, all right, if guys will dress like Don Draper, cause that was also very pivotal to me as a, as a millennial was like, I wanted to dress like Don Draper and get a haircut like, like Don Draper. And it's like, if guys are washing their beards, it's like the next step in that is just like, just take care of your skin. Cause I also had a bunch of skin issues when I was a teenager and mm. all kinds of acne and everything else. And so it's like all of this kind of like led up to being like, all right. So like, this is, this is truly a life's mission to be like, how do we make products for guys that help to boost confidence and enable conversations that men are typically not having. And it goes deeper than just skincare. It's like kind of digging into masculinity as a whole. And like, that's this conversation that really kicks off on TikTok a lot is like, you know, why are these products gendered or like why, you know, I, I constantly get a lot of, um, comment there's a comment that keeps coming up a lot where they're like do you put the concealer in your purse it's like no i don't have a purse but even, i don't there's there's a lot uh, kind of wrapped yeah. up in there and yeah, so sure. yeah that was 2019 and then um in 2020 we went nationwide in cvs that was a big part of that was to make the products more accessible we're actually in uh we've always you know the way we'll continue to position this is we're in the men's aisle next to the shaving stuff we're not in the beauty aisle we're not in the cosmetics aisle yep. um, and the same thing at target we're at target nationwide now we're also in nordstrom and it's about putting these products right next to deodorant and razors and soap and shampoo that guys are already buying and saying like right. this is the next step in your routine to instantly fix your face and boost confidence and, and you mentioned pimples but a lot of guys come to us for like dark under eye bags and circles and mm. um, aging and everything else and um so I thought I, I, I went on a lot there, but uh, I'll just I'll kind of let back off for a second there for for questions. Oh, no, that's great. I that's that's the information I was looking for, man. It's a it's really amazing stuff. Uh, you know, in talking with Elizabeth and Silas, I got the opportunity to like learn a bit more about what you guys were doing. And, uh, you know, just this whole concept of making of normalizing confidence. Right. And it's not we're not we're not talking about like okay, you're going to put on, you know, eyeshadow and, you know, all of these things, we're not painting our faces up, but we want to, you know, we, we do want to feel more confident. Like you were saying, we want to maybe cover up or fix some of these issues that we're having with our skin um, that can actually be more long-term and cause more long-term issues uh, with our skin. If we don't, if we don't do something about it, you know, especially with S SPF and things like that, that I've learned about more recently and how just applying SPF on your face and hands every day can make such a huge difference in your aging process, you know? Yeah. And for me, like, I remember I had to go, my doctor recommended, cause I went to my doctor when I was with my pediatrician at the time. And I was like, I have these eye circles in my eyes and I have acne over my face. Like, what do I do? And there was like a $65 moisturizer. And I was like, I can't spend $65 on a moisturizer, mm. but it was literally the only thing that ever got my acne into check. And like, I'll, I'll, I'll be brand loyal to Clinique forever. Cause I was like, this is the only moisturizer I could buy that reduced my acne. And like, there's so much confidence built into that, that that's part of, that's kind of why it's tied into like the whole clothing message too, is like, once you dress better, people treat you a little bit differently and like it boosts your own confidence. And so that's, that's kind of been my, my overarching mission to now is just to be like, all right, how do I just help more guys kind of embrace that? And I, and I don't do it in a way 
that's like too much in your face. That's that's definitely on the strict side of things too, where we're not saying like you have to use this thing to get this done. It's like, hey, if you want this, it's here and, and we've done these things for you. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And that's a kind of a key part of the message too. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, yeah, I you know, I learned that years ago about buying quality things that are gonna last longer, that are gonna, you know, help us more in the long run. Like, um, I mean, we, we even, we don't even think necessarily about, okay, well, what about spending this money now? If we think years, years later, we think about getting skin cancer, we think about, you know, having scars from acne, we think about having all these different things that like, if we were to, if we were to take care of it ahead of time, preventative care, right? Cause that's what, that's what we're all about at into the dark blue as well is preventative care for mental health. And so it's the same thing for your physical health too. Um, and uh, yeah, it makes it, it makes a huge difference. Um, spending a little bit of money now um, to be in a better place later. Yeah, definitely. And it, it hits in, in all aspects of life. Oh, totally. And, you know, like you were saying, just having more quality things too. Like I don't buy very many things. I'm a little bit of a, of a minimalist in that regard. Uh, but when I do buy something, I buy something that's nicer, you know, I'll spend $150 on a pair of boots because I know it's going to last me a long time. Um, you know, it's it's that sort of thing that I think is important to think about your, you know, long-term investments. Yeah, for sure. As far as Strix goes, can you tell me a little bit more about some of the things you've experienced? Because it's really interesting, uh, you know, the the whole cultural thing surrounding masculinity and all of that. And I want to know a little bit more about what you've experienced uh, in social media and maybe other, you know, arenas where you've gotten comments from from guys about it being um, about it not being masculine to wear to do skincare and, and use uh, cosmetics. Yeah, I think I have the benefit of ha having been on YouTube for five years or four years before we started with Strix to not take the comments personally. Mm -hmm. I got really lucky in the community that I built around the Cavalier because it was it was extremely positive, a lot of good feedback and like very good um kind of like full circle thing. It was there was a lot of good back and forth with the audience. And then I kind of brought that over to TikTok. And I would say it's become less prevalent in the past three years now that I've been on TikTok where I know how to respond and I know um you know, the message that kind of gets through to, to kind of break through. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's all just been learning about like what, what resonates and how to speak to it. And there's a, there's a really important part about tone, tone as well. It's like, if you are combative or, or if you are, that doesn't always you know, go so well. So it's really about, it's not even just what you're messaging. It's how you message it, which is very mm -hmm. important too. Absolutely. Um, and it's like, it's very fun to clap back and, be snarky uh, on there, but it's not always the best thing uh, in the, in the right context. Totally. Yeah. You can actually fuel, fuel more issues in that with those responses uh, a lot of the time. Um, so what's, uh, so what would you say? I'm just kind of curious. What are some of the, some of the like worst comments you guys have gotten and how, what are the ways that you use? Like what's the kind of phrasing that you guys have used to, to mitigate those things? Well, I think even just recently there's a video where somebody, I was talking about how you can use like a chemical exfoliant on your nose to reduce the size of your blackheads and like get blackheads in your nose. It's like, this is a hygiene thing. This isn't even like mm. a cosmetic thing. And somebody said, ha, a woman with like emojis, like surprise emojis or something. And, I, and when I did a response video, I just did like a routine. I was like, wash my face, put on the SPF and like just a basic routine. And then, you know, the, the people in, in that 
videos, comments, responding to the woman comment were like, are you really that afraid of hygiene? And so it's even not even just about <laughs> responding directly. It's kind of like highlighting and letting the community or the audience uh, pick it up as well, right. instead of me just being the one that's constantly like pushing back on those things. And I love so, that. yeah, there, I mean, I, I got, I, I mean, I, every, I comments all day, every day. And it's like, I just got one recently where um, they they said, you know, I think I said something about washing your face and I'm like washing your face isn't basic hygiene. And I'm like, there's a weird <laughs> definition of basic hygiene here. It's like, and then, but the other thing too, is I'll get comments from women. They're like, I had a boyfriend who would not wash his butt in the shower because he was homophobic. And it's like, we're, we're talking about, we're literally talking about basic hygiene. And I've like, heard about just, that. I don't know where these, yeah. It's like guys won't wash in between their crack. They won't wash, like they won't like clip their toenails or stuff. It's like, I don't know where that stuff comes from. And one of my favorite videos just in the past couple of weeks, actually, I have it saved. I sh I'll, I'll probably do it after this. Um, but it was a woman saying how she was breaking down how Vikings were actually known as some of the cleanest men in history. Oh, and yeah. Were, I saw that one. You saw that one. Right. And, and and like Anglo uh, English, like murdered Vikings because the women in and I don't want to get the, the geography mixed up, but basically like Vikings would come to, to other territories. The women would be so attracted to these well-groomed, clean men that the Anglos were jealous. And so the English like killed the Vikings. And like, that was, I don't, I have to look into that and see how, like how, how truthful it actually is, but it makes sense. Uh, you know, cause they had yeah. incredible beards and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, how, how have we gone from that to being, you know, scared of washing your own butt in the shower? I, I really don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm right there with you, man. Like, I I even think back to like 19 1920s even even as you know 100 years ago men were they were very you know dressed well prim and proper wearing the hats wearing you know nice suits all the time that kind of thing um yeah and and that was totally okay and then and I I, I want to I need to do more research on it but I remember learning at one point in like a history class or something that men actually started the trend for makeup and dresses um, back in the like 1700, like years, you know, centuries ago. Um, and it actually started with them and then it with men and then it trans transitioned into being more of a trend for women. And I don't know, like I said, I don't know all the exact history of that, but I remember hearing that in one of my classes and I was just like, Oh, that's really interesting. Um, and now we're afraid of it. <laughs> yeah. Like the founding fathers wore powder and blush and they wore wigs and they wore heels. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, it's just kind of shifted from there. So now that's kind of the challenge is to say like, all right, how do we get here? And then how do you kind of move forward knowing where we start, where the starting point is today? But also there is, there is wider trends where like the beard, like the Mad Men thing and the beard care thing and mm -hmm. like skincare is starting, you know, starting to get picked up by men. And there's a lot of market data that shows that. And then our kind of bet on that is like, okay, as that stuff gets to be embraced, the next logical step is some sort of cosmetic. How do we do it in a way that's accessible, approachable, but not too far in the other direction that it's frightening, right? Because mm -hmm. somebody else made the point on TikTok, and it was the first time I heard it verbalized in a way that that I could like um, really internalize, which is that James Charles, when he rose to prominence for wearing makeup, his makeup looks were very advanced and very artistic and like mm. that's why it didn't bring men into the fold is because that's really intimidating to do it's very apparent that you're wearing some sort of makeup or, or cosmetic and so it's like how do you you know with that understanding then say okay how do we make this you know easier and that's why all our, our products are designed the way they are mm -hmm. because we're, you know talking about how picky i picky i am with my tea my co-founder is very similar with uh 
with coffee as well. And okay. so it's like we we have this point of view on the products and we're very, you know, opinionated on how those need to work. And then we think, you know, if we can do this in a certain way, that's how men embrace it. And uh so far, so good. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. I love that. Um yeah, I have been seeing a lot more and you know, I don't know if it's similar. I want to say it is pretty similar. The conversations I've had with people that most guys are pretty on board with, with the whole skincare idea, you know, uh, just as they are with, uh, with mental health. I've, you know, in the last few years, uh, doing what I've been doing when I'm in front of a group of men, um, most of them just, they crave permission to talk about their mental health stuff. Um, and I noticed the same thing when it comes to self-care as well. Like when you actually have those conversations and it's like, oh yeah, well I do this. And you know, I use this moisturizer, I use this eye, eye cream. And they're just, guys get interested and curious and they're like, oh cool. Well, what does it do for you? And you know, they want to know what the benefits actually are. And I've left several conversations with, you know, buddies of mine who are just like, oh, I think I need to go buy that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think we're at such an interesting time of convergence between the rising. I mean, it's, it's not just rising. It's like full-blown. Uh, epidemic of of mental health particularly in men but then also kind of the way that masculinity is formed but then also you know the way that um, industries have shifted and like you're seeing more more and more uh, brands come into like the sexual wellness area and it's like i get asked for cock rings on tiktok and it's like interesting well that or like yeah and it's so there's there's all that stuff kind of come together and i think it's it's about time that that conversation has opened up and i think you're seeing now older men are starting to be more open about the fact that they wish they had more male friendships and they wish mm. they, you know, had nurtured that sort of stuff more. And like, that's something that, you know, when I think about my dad, I, I, I lost my dad. He was 47. I was 23. Mm. And, um, and I think about like the friendship circle that he had was like really tight and strong. And that's something that, you know, I always admired and, and I, and I try to do that in my own personal life. But I think there is, there's so much data on how, young men aren't finding partners. They're not getting out more. There's, there's so much wrapped around that, but I think it's also that there just aren't that many positive male role models outside of like the manosphere mm. uh, where it does get kind of toxic. And mm -hmm. it's, and that's something I'm constantly kind of considering on, on what that really means and, and how to make a positive impact there. Yeah, which for is sure. Why, which is why I love what you do too. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, you know, and that's exactly it is that I think we, it's just, it's sens sensory overload, man. There's so many um, influencers. I mean, we've said, we've been sitting here talking about TikTok uh, and it's, it's such a common influence in our lives. Right. And it's, it, it kind of takes away the, like, you know, when we, when we were growing up, in the 80s 90s whatever we had more specific role models i think who were on tv or like bands or whatever it was and it was a much more narrow scope and now that the scope is broadened so much we there's nothing for us to actually we focus our attention on long term and so we're getting all these different influences from so many different directions that it's like we're kind of relying on ourselves to just figure it out yeah. And there's also, it's like a peacock thing. It's like the loudest voices get the most attention. That's why you see people now getting deplatformed, but it's like, how do you, how do you still get that attention, but be in a, in a positive light versus, you know, some of the negative stuff that comes out and it's like, mm -hmm. it's, it's tough. That's just the way that it's the way that all media and social media is constructed. Now it makes it really difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
Into the Dark Blue has partnered with our favorite CBD shop, Alamo Botanicals, to give you guys easy access to your favorite CBD products. My personal favorite is the water-soluble CBD that you can drop in your water in the morning and head out the door. It'll help you with your focus and anxiety throughout the day and simply just help you get your job done a little bit easier. I also really enjoy the Moringa Skin Food. Uh, it's great to uh, get rid of some of those blemishes and uh, red spots on the skin and just really give you a nice, healthy glow. So head over to alamopotanicals.com, save yourself 10% with promo code DARKBLUE, all caps, DARKBLUE. A portion of that also goes to help us with our mission to create men's groups all around the country at independent breweries. So help us make that happen and help yourself be a little healthier as well. Head over to alamobotanicals.com. I'd like to talk a little bit more about the connection between the just physical and uh, and mental um, wellness, right? So just uh, in your personal experience, what have you, what kind of transitions have you gone through as far as confidence and uh, like with your, with your YouTube channel and all of that stuff? uh, I mean, where did all that start? What's something that, what did you have like a a turning point that made you be like, oh, I, I need to. I need to step my game up a little bit, you know? Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing was my wife, when I met her and we started dating, I had no sense of style, fashion, or outward appearance. I had a little bit. I was like, I would keep my hair. I I remember I wouldn't want to leave the house unless I just taken a shower because the way that my hair would dry was the way that I wanted my hair to be. So I would like, if I had to go to work or school or something, I was like, all right, got a shower. My hair is a certain way, but that was like the furthest that I would go. Mm. Um, and then I bought the acne cream. Right. And that was like, that was a big step for me. But then when I started dating my wife, that's when I was able to have somebody to say like, Oh, I have to go, you know, I have to go give this presentation. How should I, you know, I want to dress better. And then she was able gotcha. to give some direction and like just that kind of push of the snowball. It, it's, mm-hmm. That's the perfect analogy for it because she was the one that was like, well, here's, you know, here's a couple of stores, you know, we can go to J crew and we go to this. And I was like, oh, and then I walked into J crew and I'm like, wow, I really like these clothes. And I was like, <laughs> I want to buy a suit and I want this tie. And then, and then I started watching Mad Men and I was like, oh, okay. And then like, I start to learn about fabrication and, the, and, and wool types. And I'm like, that was, that was a huge catalyst. And I think that's what, mm-hmm. that is a consistent story we hear with guys where, they're like, oh, you know, my my girlfriend said to stop stealing her concealer, so buy my own. Or like, we'll get messages. <laughs> we actually we have a, a quiz on our site, and we I've started to notice we're getting a bunch of female names, but it's like clearly they're shopping for you know their partner and so. Oh. so that's definitely a huge one because guys need a little bit of permission. So whether it comes from a friend or it comes from a a, a female partner or something, there's definitely mm-hmm. uh, some permission there. But for me personally, yeah, it was definitely. Uh, when I started dating my wife, because she was the one that kind of nudged me in that direction versus, you know, trying to get my mom's opinion on something. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because mom always says, oh, yeah, that looks great, honey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's really cool. And it's it's nice to have somebody who's just like, yeah, those shoes don't work. Go put something else on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, you're wearing a black belt and a brown shoes. And it's like, <laughs> my dad would have called me out on that. But it's great. You're also calling me out on that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, I, I always like to have someone to run it to run. To, hey, does this work? Does this is this combination okay? Um, and uh, yeah, it's definitely a nice feeling. So, did you notice a, a shift at all in your like mental well being when you started like upping your game physically? 
aesthetically. Yeah, it's a, it's immediate. Like the first time we just, I've, I've heard so many of these stories now from our customers, which is great, but it's like the first time that you walk into your office and like people that know you and they say, Hey, you like, you look really great today. It's like, oh, yeah. holy cow. You're like over the moon. It doesn't even <laughs> have to be that specific. It's, it could just be like, Hey, you look great today. Or if it's like, Oh, that like, that's a really great shirt or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember one of the first times I bought like jeans that actually fit me and I wore them to work. And so oh, was game like, changer. yeah, somebody was like, Hey, like you're, they're like, you look really, it, it, I it wasn't even specific. They were like, Hey, like you look really good today. I was like, Oh my, Ooh, this feels really good. <laughs> and you're like, wow, I got to chase, chase this feeling. Or even yeah. like, um, I remember when I started, so I, it was when I was working for Apple and I was in the stores and I started and I was wearing a large uh, t-shirt or I think I was wearing an XL. And Ooh. I'm six four, but I'm pretty lanky. And so the shirt was really big on me. And when I switched to a medium, I like customers like treated me differently and like customers were nicer. And like there's wow. just a this this subtle shift. And it wasn't even it's not a huge change, right? It's like the shirt fit me just a little bit better. Um, but it's like that that minor thing just changes so many things. And then and then you start to chase that, right? And you're like, okay, if if the jeans can change and the shirt can change, and it's like, what if I get my hair cut and I shape my beard a little bit better? And it's like Ooh. that's that's the kind of unlock that I've always tried to help, you know, guys navigate is because it can, it can just change everything in your life, but it, you need those sort of baby steps to, to test it out, even experiment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and I, and I think a lot of people too are often afraid that it's going to be too expensive, um, to, to do those things, you know, and to make those changes. Um, and it, you know, I've found some really great ways to do, to make those upgrades uh inexpensively going to nordstrom rack going to ross going to marshall's because you can have some you can make some really great finds at those places when you're just starting to build your wardrobe up and um just get you know find your style find things that you like without spending a lot of money too yeah big challenge i tell guys is like just take some of your favorite clothes right now to the tailor and spend twenty dollars at the Mm -hmm. tailor and Mm -hmm. like hem your jeans tighten in a jacket a little bit it's like you can just take, you know, $20, $30 and fix the clothes you already have in a big way with somebody that knows, you know, what to look for. Uh, and yeah. those can make a huge difference. That's that's a really great tip. I love that because it's it's uh, I think a lot of time it's like, oh, if I t- it takes all this time to take it to the tailor and it's going to be expensive because it's a custom thing. But surprisingly, a lot of tailors don't charge that much money. Yeah, exactly. A few, yeah. few bucks here and there. And and you basically get a new not a new wardrobe, but you upgrade it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you're walking up, you're walking up standing more tall because uh, you feel better. So, yep. Can you give us a little, just kind of a little breakdown on a uh, basic skincare, skincare routine? To, um, just w- what do you do daily? Or what can somebody who's just getting started do daily that's um, that's easy and um, and what's you know what are the steps? Yeah, I'd say a big thing is uh, stop using whatever you're using on the rest of your body on your face. That's <laughs> like uh it, it like bar like so I've I've now learned this as I've dug in so deeply on this is like when you bar soap is meant to go for your hands where your hand you you think about the skin on your hands versus the skin in your face mm-hmm. so that like the pH levels that are in bar soap are actually what dry can dry your face out and then yeah isn't it more acidic usually 
more acidic. Yeah, there's usually fragrances, you know, depending on what you're using. I used to use Irish Spring all the time and that was my favorite soap. And like, no wonder, I look back on it now, I'm like, no wonder my skin was breaking out. The other thing- <laughs> That's why it was so itchy all the time. <laughs> yeah, no wonder my skin was constantly dry and I was trying to over-moisturize. The other thing, and like, I, I didn't have this realization until- um, you know, after I got my acne under control, but like so much of skincare, it comes to your diet. And it's like, if you are mm. over-indexing on sugar, if you're over-indexing on like the, the three big things when you talk to dermatologists is sugar, um, milk, like whey and red meat. And unfortunately that was most of my diet. I mean, it continues, mm. continues to be a big chunk of my diet, right? I I tend, I, I trace my macros. I tend to try and eat 180 grams uh, of protein a day. And mm -hmm. so like, there's a lot of whey protein. You know, but it's still, it's still about, you know, having your adjust to that. And so if you're, if you're watching your sugars, your alcohols and your red meat, a lot of that can be affecting your, uh, you know, it can flare up your acne and that sort of stuff. So yeah, if, it really starts at like, what is going on in your body holistically? And then when you still get the skincare, it's like, you know, put the right stuff on your face, any kind of like basic face wash. It's like, we, we have a gel cleanser, but it's formulated to remove cosmetics. But if you just get like a Cetaphil, uh, cleanser or CeraVe. Those are both drugstore things. Mm -hmm. You can get them really inexpensively literally anywhere you go. Um, and just washing your face in the morning and night is like base step number one. Um, you know, it's going to get your skin in a really good place. You had mentioned SPF, you know, the more that I've learned on that, one of the biggest things we hear from our customers that are in their forties and fifties is they wish they started wearing SPF in their twenties because mm -hmm. yeah. they know guys that have been moisturizing for 20 years and they, and their skin looks great. Um, so it's always good to start when you can, but, um, but when it comes to SPF, it's like, that's just UV protection. And that's when you're in the house, it comes through the window. If you're in the car, it comes through the car windows. If you're outside, mm -hmm. especially, and like that's prevention against melanoma and skin cancer, um, not just the anti-aging stuff. So like yep. the best thing you can do for anti-aging is to protect yourself against the sun. Uh, dermatologists recommend at least SPF 30. The FDA is SPF 15. And so when you're out shopping for stuff and you see SPF 15, SPF 30, that's why there's like a price difference in a lot of them, um, gotcha. you know, more protection. Okay. And then actually a surprising thing where we work with a dermatologist now on, on some of our formulation stuff. Oh, cool. And um, there's been a rise in men embracing powdered SPS. And so it's like a little tube and he's and what, what his point is, is there's a lot of guys that like golf and just do like a lot of leisure activities outside mm -hmm. and don't want to carry a cream. They don't want to reapply, but you can get these like brushes that have an SPF powder and you can reapply it through the day. So there's no color to it or anything, but Interesting. like, that's how you get your UV protection. And especially I see you, you get a bald head, you got to protect your dome. Right. Yep. Um, so, so that's, that's been an interesting thing. I've been, we've been investigating that because it's a format that's very new but something that you know if if guys if it makes it easier for guys to use it that's that's what we want to have and what we want to be yeah absolutely um, you're gonna start putting spf in your uh, anti-shine stuff that would be the move for sure that'd but, be great because uh, then i could just put that on my head my head wouldn't be shiny and it'd be protected yeah. from the sun it'd be perfect <laughs> exactly exactly um and then from there, I mean, if you're doing basic face wash and SPF, it's like you're miles ahead of most guys and you're in a really good spot. From there, you can start to add other ingredients like retinols. Retinols, um, you know, really powerful cream that you can use at night for you know, replenishing your skin and making sure it's, you know, it's staying tight, supple and, and healthy. Um, I, you know, I have a couple of friends that run run brands that they do like men's face masks and you could do those a couple of times a week. Cool. Um, yeah. Those are great. I love those things. Yeah. There's like, I think there's a company bro mask and 
you know, you can get those and you can get the charcoal activated ones and all that sort of stuff. And like, when you're talking about, you know, investing and kind of like, what are the benefits from there? Mm-hmm. I find, especially if you have a partner, like women love to do this with you, or if, you know, whoever your partner is just spending like 15 minutes doing some kind of self-care, whether it's like cutting your nails or doing a face mask or like mm-hmm. any of that sort of stuff, like that's quality time. And it makes it, it like, it's relaxing. It makes you feel better. And it's like something for yourself. And um, yeah, it's something my wife, my wife and I are like, we're like, Hey, you want to do a face mask? And I go, yes, that's great. Oh Let's yeah. On and, and sit down and like watch, watch TV for a few minutes. And man, they'll, they get so excited. If you're like, Hey, you want to do face masks tonight? I've yeah. had that. I've had that experience a few times where it's just like, Hey, you want to do face masks? And they're just like, really? <laughs> okay. Honey, you want to like pluck my eyebrows? She's like, yes. Let me pluck those things. And, awesome. and then you look great and she feels good about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's very primal, you know, the whole grooming, grooming each other thing. So it's uh, it works out. Um, Okay, so I wake up in the morning. I wash my face with a decent cleanser. What's next? Uh, well, in our essentials kit, we have our energizing eye tool. And I'd say that it, that has become one of the top things guys have come to us for is like dark, puffy under eyes, mm. you know, dark circles, that sort of thing. And so that's just a, an, there's an aluminum roller ball that puts a serum on and helps kind of tighten under the eyes. So your fine lines, your wrinkles, your puffiness, you know, nice. deep puffs essentially. Okay. Um, uh, we could say we, you know, we say that it can either erase a really late night from partying or from kids. You know, either way, you're gonna <laughs> yeah. be good to go. Nice. Um, and so that really helps around the eyes. And then, and then your SPF goes on. That kind of is like the base for everything. It's like you want to have that as your primer for anything else. Okay. And then from there, uh, you know, during the day, it's like it's. We I always say it's like choose your own adventure. We have um we have a tinted moisturizer, and that puts like a pigment. There's a pigment to it, but you know, this is especially common for guys with rosacea, which tends to happen like once you're in your forties, where it's like kind of red spots on your face. And that just like literally erases it. So your whole skin has this kind of even tone and complexion because the moisturizer has a little bit of tint to it. Um, we got some shades in there so you can match, match the shade to your skin. Cool. Um, the concealer is kind of like a spot check for that. So you can either use it to brighten up around your eyes with the dark circles, you can use it for razor burn, for pimples, blemishes, any sort of that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, we have a bronzing gel. So if you want like a little bit of a tan look you know, all year round, we get the bronzing gel, which we did with, um, he's on he's on uh, Bravo. His, his name's Thomas Sandoval. And then um, we have our, our anti-shine tool. Greasiness is a big thing for guys. I actually put it on like halfway through the day, some days just on my forehead to reduce a little bit of shine. Mm-hmm. Also with bald heads. Um, I think there was an era of bald heads where you wanted to have like, crisp clean shiny dome uh-huh now it's yep. kind of like maybe it's a little greasy so you don't want the shiny dome <laughs> right uh, yeah last hey, thing i want is preferences my you know significant other touching my head and coming up with a like nasty greasy hand yeah yeah so they think that was there was definitely that i remember that was like the scrubs era that was like early 2000s um, <laughs> the scrubs era <laughs> yeah i love that uh, and then uh and then uh, we also, I mean, we got pimple patches for overnight pimple um, mm-hmm. things, but, but yeah, so basically if you get your, you know, you wash your face in the morning, get your SPF on. And then from there, you kind of add, add whatever you need in order to to cover those things up. And then at night you wash, you just wash it all off. Awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, so you wash all that off and then before bed, what do you recommend? What, like moisturizer, eye cream, things like that. Yeah. So where I screwed up on this is I used to take, cause I had another SPF that I liked and I would put it on at night and mm. then I was breaking out. You don't want to wear SPF at night because it clogs, it doesn't clog your pores, but when your pores are meant to reset at night, 
it prohibits them from resetting. So you don't want an SPF at night. That's a, that's a key mistake that I made. So I'll save you from that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you can get like a nighttime repair cream, something basic at night. Um, you know, men's skin tends to be more oily and we have higher natural collagen production. So mm-hmm. it's not quite as critical to do like a basic moisturizer for men as it is for women at night. Cause our skin is meant to, you know, replenish in some way. Unless you have dry skin, definitely moisturize that stuff. Nobody needs crusty skin. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. But that's another one where, <laughs> you know, at nighttime, retinol is really big. Retinol is like becoming one of these key ingredients now that that most people are seeking out because it really helps with skin repair. Um, and then, yes, any kind of like eye masks um, are good. You can put those around your eyes at night. Again, help with the puffiness and and the fine lines there. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, a big really thing. Avocado. um avocado eye cream that i put on at night and it yeah. helps a lot i love it yes yeah you can go to you know like lush has that kind of stuff they like make it right in house in the store mm-hmm. and everything yeah i, I think that one is from them Kiehl's, i'm pretty sure oh yeah keels keels is great stuff um yeah and then from there it's like i i always i didn't spend any enough time at a dermatologist when i was younger what i realize i should have now but it's like if you're dealing with acne you want to make sure you have a salicylic acid you know a cleanser um, or some way like a toner that you can use at night. And a lot of that's just based on, you know, what's going on with your skin and, and how you want to really take care of it and, and replenish okay. it. Cool, man. That's great. Yeah, this is this is wonderful. Um, it's a really great conversation I've been wanting to have for a while about just our basic skincare and kind of some reasons why we do it. And so I'm really glad that we're we've been able to have this conversation. Um and you guys listening, uh, starting October 1st, if you want to check out Strix product, you can get online and use promo code DARKBLUE, all caps, DARKBLUE, and you'll get 15% off. And then Strix is also giving 20% of those purchases to Into the Dark Blue, so we can continue doing what we're doing. Uh, between- yeah, and if you can use that, and then if you do have questions, I know I just rattled off like, I know I just rattled off a ton of stuff. If you do the quiz, uh, there's a checkbox at the end. And I've actually been going through all the results and making recommendations to guys. So if you do the quiz, uh, I'll make recommendations and then I'll make sure you get the the code for uh, Into the Dark Blue too. There you go. Straight from the horse's mouth to get some, get what you need, guys. Um, yeah, between that and the the uh, Alamo Botanicals skincare products that they have as well, you guys would be set up, good to go. Um, and yeah, this is, uh, this is really great stuff, man. Thank you so much, John. I really appreciate you. Of course, I really appreciate the uh, the message you're spreading as well. Oh, thank you. And I'm glad that we're able to to start doing that together, actually. I think it's going to be really, really great. And I'm looking for looking forward to some good things to come uh, in our in our work together. Of course. If there is one thing that you could tell our listeners to like for life, if you could tell one big lesson that you've learned, what would it be? tell the people that you are close to and admire that you do feel that way like just verbalize it more mm, i love that yeah that's uh that's a really big one i've uh over the years adopted telling my friends and family that i love them more often um and it's it's made a big difference in my relationships for sure yeah i, I feel like i mean I'm, I'm just as guilty of it is that we don't we don't communicate as well as we could or should and so having that at the top of mind is uh, is big yeah that's awesome i love that um all right well with that it's last call and last call is your opportunity to tell people where to find you and all of that 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm moderately active on Twitter. Uh, LinkedIn's a good place if you just want to just put in one of the messages to say, hey, into the dark blue. Um, and then, of course, I'm on TikTok all day if you want to see me shirtless in my bathroom. That's where I spend a lot of my time. <laughs> we're we're okay. Strix official on, on TikTok, but John Shanahan everywhere else. Okay, perfect. And what about your YouTube channel? Oh, The Cavalier, spelled with a K. Uh, you'll definitely find me there where I have talked about sheath uh, over the past several years. And so uh, if you want to see underwear, socks, uh, shirts, jeans, boots, shoes, everything in between, uh, I'm over there on YouTube. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and you guys, you guys know where to find Sheath as well. And we're actually going to be uh, doing an event with Sheath and Strix as well, who are both sponsoring the event uh, here in San Antonio. So definitely come out to that. It's a film film premiere with Story Real Studios. It's a really beautiful short film uh, based in the Arctic under an iceberg. And it's pretty exciting. So um, get on into the darkblue.com, get tickets for that if you're in the San Antonio area and come snag some Strix products and some sheath underwear and it's going to be a great time so that's that and thank you again so much John for joining me all right have a good one everybody yeah likewise cheers I want to thank you for venturing into the dark blue with us today, where we're always striving to foster a community of peers which empowers mental wellness, positive growth, and social awareness. If you like what we're doing and would like to support our community, you can purchase a pint glass or t-shirt from Sheath Underwear via the link on our merch tab at www.intothedarkblue.com or message us to make a one-time donation. All proceeds go to men's mental wellness initiatives. If you ever need a listening ear, feel free to message us on the website or at into the underscore dark blue on Instagram. If you have an emergency or need help from a professional therapist, we offer several resources on our Get Help page. Last but not least, know your limits and drink smart. Cheers.